Welcome to Zikhu Daf Sim Mani Mani Rai Ram Goldai and today Mazekhus Kedushin Daf Nun Vav. The second parak Ishma Kadesh. This is going to be an abbreviated shir. The Zikhu Mazekhus Kedushin program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hachazakas Atorach. So the few tops we're going to focus on. Number one, it was taught in a brisa in Lochim Behema Mamalus Meisusheni. One cannot buy an animal with Meisusheni funds outside Shalim. If he did so unintentionally, the money must be returned to its place, meaning the buyer, because the purchase was an error. If he did so intentionally, the animal must be brought up and eaten in your shalim. Rebuta says this is only if the animal was purchased to be a shlamim, meaning to be eaten in Yushalayim. But if he bought it to use as chulun and eat it outside Yushalayim, then the money must be returned and the sale is void as a derabundant penalty to the seller. The Gemara said this contradicts Rebuta's ruling on Duff Nun Beis Amabes that Kedushim made intentionally with Maishashani is valid. It answers, A woman knows that Maishashani does not become a chulun through her accepting it, but and will go up and eat it in Yushalayim, so no penalty was necessary. In the Bryce, the money's Maishashani status was transferred to the animal which will be eaten outside Yushalayim. The more clarifies that this is true for an Isha Chavera, a learned woman, but ordinary people may not know this. Point number two, the previous price had taught that where one used Maishashani funds to buy something not to be eaten in Yushalayim, the sale is voided and the money must be returned if the seller is accessible. The Gemara asks, but to say, well, okay, let us instead penalize the buyer who illegally spent the funds and require him to consume food in Yushalayim equal to the value he misappropriated. Why is the seller penalized by voiding the sale? It answers, Rav Akbar Aganav El Choraganav. The mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief. Just as a mouse could not have stolen food if it lacked a hole in which to hide it, the buyer would not have misspent the funds if he did not find his seller to accept them. The more persists, but if not for the mouse, what wrongdoing could the whole commit? The buyer is still the primary guilty party. The Gemara concludes, Mistavra koheket ika isura. It's logical that wherever the prohibited item is, hasen kansinan, that's where we penalize. Since the seller is in possession of the misappropriated funds, we compel him to return them. And pointing with you, the next mission teaches that Kedushin made with any of a list of items, which are Asr Bahana, the Kedushin is invalid. The Gemara will provide sources for all the items listed, among them Ashur Niskal, an ox condemned to stoning. Abrice explains that since the ox is stoned to death, it's obvious that it cannot be eaten because it lacks Shechita, so why does the Torah need to write Lo Yachel Sarot? Its flesh shall not be eaten. It teaches Shim Shechato if he shacked it after its sentence was finalized, but before it was stoned, Asubachil is forbidden in consumption. The prohibition in Hana is initially derived from the phrase Naki, and the owner of the ox is clean, which is interpreted as an expression like one who says Yatsaponi Naki Pony went out clean from his possessions. and he has no benefit from them at all. Later, the Gemara explains that since Rabbi Avod taught that the phrase Lo Yachel already includes an Isra Hana, the phrase Baal Hashor Naki instead teaches that its hide is also Asr Bahana. So once again, the three points are number one. In a price it was taught, in Lochim Behema Bamaos Maishashani, one cannot buy an animal with Maishashani funds outside Yushalayim. If he did so unintentionally, Yaksiru Damim Limkomam, the money must be returned to its place, meaning the buyer, because the purchase was an error. If he did so intentionally, the animal must be brought up and eaten in Yushalayim. Rebuta says this is only if the animal was purchased to be a shlamim, meaning to be eaten in Yushalayim, but if he bought it to use as chulun and eat it outside Yushalayim, then the money must be returned and the sale is void as a derabundant penalty to the seller. 
The Gemara said this contradicts Rabbi Yudah's ruling on Daf Nun Beis Beis that Kedushim made intentionally with Maeser Sheni is valid. It answers, A woman knows that Maeser Sheni does not become a chun through her accepting it, but and will go up and eat it in Yishalayim, so no penalty was necessary. In the Bryce, the money's Maeser Sheni status was transferred to the animal which will be eaten outside Yishalayim. The more clarifies that this is true for an Isha Chavera, a learned woman, but ordinary people may not know this. Point number two, the previous price had taught that where one used Maeser Sheni funds to buy something not to be eaten in Yerushalayim, the sale is voided and the money must be returned if the seller is accessible. The Gemara asks, but to say, well, okay, let us instead penalize the buyer who illegally spent the funds and require him to consume food in Yerushalayim equal to the value he misappropriated. Why is the seller penalized by voiding the sale? It answers, Rav Akbar Aganav El Choraganav. The mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief. Just as a mouse could not have stolen food if it lacked a hole in which to hide it, the buyer would not have misspent the funds if he did not find a seller to accept them. The more persists, but if not for the mouse, what wrongdoing could the whole commit? The buyer is still the primary guilty party. The Gemara concludes, It's logical that wherever the prohibited item is, that's where we penalize. Since the seller is in possession of the misappropriated funds, we compel him to return them. And pointing with you, the next mission teaches that Kedushin made with any of a list of items, which are Asr Bahana, the Kedushin is invalid. The Gemara will provide sources for all the items listed, among them Ashur Niskal, an ox condemned to stoning. Abrice explains that since the ox is stoned to death, it's obvious that it cannot be eaten because it lacks Shechita, so why does the Torah need to write Lo Yachelb Sarot? Its flesh shall not be eaten. It teaches Shim Shechato if he shacked it after its sentence was finalized, but before it was stoned, Asubachila is forbidden in consumption. The prohibition in Hana is initially derived from the phrase Ubalashor Naki, and the owner of the ox is clean, which is interpreted as an expression like one who says Yatsaponi Naki Minachosav, Pony went out clean from his possessions. And he has no benefit from them at all. Later, the Gemara explains that since Rabbi Avod taught that the phrase Lo Yachel already includes an Isra Hana, the phrase Baal Hashor Naki instead teaches that its height is also Asr Bahana. All right, so now we go to Simr Daf Nun Vav, and this was suggested to us by Rabbi Shlomo Weissman from Passaic, New Jersey, and by Rabbi Moshe White from Edmonton, Alberta. They both suggested that Nun Vav is a shusher and shul saying, Nu Nu, Nu Nu. So here goes. The shusher who waved his big sailor's void sign when the person used my Shani money to purchase an animal for Huan to be eaten outside of Yushalayim pointed to a mouse hole and in a squeaky voice proclaimed to the seller, Nu, nu, the mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief, and was so excited when he saw a man trying to be Makash Mumathashur Niskal so he could tell him his Kedushin wasn't valid. So once again, it's emotion. The shusher, shusher, that must be more duff. Nun vav, nu nu. The shushu waved his big sailor's void sign when the person used my sushani money to purchase an animal for Huan to be eaten outside of Yushalayim, which reminds us, in a it was taught that one cannot buy an animal with my sushani funds outside Yushalayim. If he did so unintentionally, the money must be returned to its place, meaning to the buyer, because the purchase was an error. If he did so intentionally, the animal must be brought up and eaten in Yushalayim. Rebuta says this is only if the animal was purchased to be a shlamim, meaning to be eaten in Yushalayim. But if he bought it to be used as chulin and to eat outside Yushalayim, then the money must be returned and the sale is void as a derabbanan penalty to the seller. So the shushu waved his big sale is void sign when the person used Maeser Shani money to purchase an animal for chulin to be eaten outside of Yushalayim, pointed to a mouse hole and in a squeaky voice proclaimed to the seller, Nu, no, nu, no, the mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief, which reminds us, the more discusses why the seller is penalized by voiding the sale. 
it answers the mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief. Meaning just as a mouse could not have stolen food if it lacked a hole in which to hide it, the buyer would not have misspent the funds if he didn't find a seller to accept them. The more persists, but if not for the mouse, what wrongdoing could the hole commit? The buyer is still the primary guilty party. The Gemara concludes it's logical that wherever the prohibited item is, that's where we penalize. Since the seller is in possession of the misappropriated funds, we compel him to return them. So the Shushu waved his big sale as void sign when the person used my Sushani money to purchase an animal for Hulan to be eaten outside of Yushalayim, pointed to a mouse hole and in a squeaky voice proclaimed to the seller, no, no, the mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief, and was so excited when he saw a man trying to be Makaj a woman with a Shor Niskal so he could tell him. His Kedushin wasn't valid. Which reminds us, the next mission teaches that Kedushin made with any of a list of items, which are Asubaha Na'a, the Kedushin is invalid. The Gemara will provide sources for all the items listed, among them the Shor Niskal, an ox condemned to stoning. So once again, the Shushu waved his big sailor's void sign when the person used my Sushani money to purchase an animal for Hulan to be eaten outside of Yushalayim, pointed to a mouse hole and in a squeaky voice proclaimed to the seller, no, no, the mouse is not the thief, the hole is the thief, and was so excited when he saw a man trying to be Mikadosh a woman with a shore on his skull so he could tell him his Kedushin wasn't valid. All right, so now it's time for a four-block-back Hazara. Daphnun base. So the similar Daphnun base is a newbie to Yiddishkeit. So here goes. The newbie to Yiddishkeit, newbie to Yiddishkeit, that must be more on Daph. Nunbeis. The newbie to Yiddishkeit with the diamond set of Kiba who had just come out of class about not using stolen goods for Kedushin, which reminds us, Rav said we can infer four laws from the previous Mishan Daf Nun Amabeis, including Kichibagezla in Mukadesh. If one is Makadesh, a woman with stolen goods, she's not married, I feel Begezla even with stolen goods, which are hers. So the newbie to Yiddishkeit with the diamond set of Kiba who had just come out of class about not using stolen goods for Kedushin, witness the brewer tells employee that he should have used the company's stronger date remnants to be Makadish a woman, which reminds us. The more relates an incident in which a brewer was Makadish a woman with date remnants belonging to his employer. When the employer realized, he said, why didn't you give her from the stronger remnants instead? Rubber ruled that his comment cannot be interpreted as approval, although it can be regarding Truma. Rav explains regarding the condition that the employer made his comment out of embarrassment not to allow his employee to keep the remnants as opposed to Truma, which he's obligated to separate. So the new B.T. Yiddish guy with a diamond set of kippah, who had just come out of a class about not using stolen goods for Kedushin, witnessed a brewer tell his employee that he should have used the company's stronger date remnants to be Makadish a woman, and that he was wise he didn't use his hectish on the table since it doesn't technically even belong to him, which reminds us, the next mission states, a Makadish Bechalka, one is Makadish a woman, with his portion of meat from a carbon, whether it's Kachi Kachim or Kachim Kalim, the Kedushin is not valid because the meat is not his personal property and only his to eat. In a Bryce review, it says the Kedushin with carbon meat is valid, and the Gemara explains that both opinions are based on one Pasuk. Yochan said a vote was taken which concluded that such Kedushin is invalid, but Rav says it remains a Machalkas. Daphnun Gimel, so the Zimmer Daphnun Gimel is a Nigerian prince. So here goes. The Nigerian prince, Nigerian prince, that must be more enough. Nun Gimel. The Nigerian prince in the diamond-studded carriage on his way to see the temple, who was shocked to read that Kohanim could not trade their shares in various offerings, which reminds us that Bryce derives from a series of drushas that a cone can never divide his share of one carbon against another, meaning offering his portion in one carbon in exchange for his fellow's portion in another carbon. So the Nigerian prince in the diamond-studded carriage on his way to see the temple, who was shocked to read that Kohanim could not trade their shares in various offerings, overheard a woman tell a man she's unwilling to accept his condition that was unknowingly made use of my 
Maisa Shani money because of the effort to take it to Yerushalayim, which reminds us in the Mishnah Daf Nun Beis Lama Beis Rav taught that Kedushin made unknowing with Hektish is invalid. Rabbi Yudah disagrees. Rabbi Yudah had said that Kedushin made mistaken with Maisa Shani is invalid. And Rabbi Meir disagrees. Rabbi Yaakov reported hearing Rabbi Yochan explain that in one of these rulings, the woman would be unwilling to accept Kedushin with the item and she known its status, and in the other, both parties are unwilling to affect Kedushin with it. However, Rabbi Yaakov was unsure which was said about which. Rabbi Yirmi suggested regarding Maisa Shani, she's unwilling to accept him. Because of the effort of the journey to eat it in Yerushalayim, but the man would be willing to use it for Kedushin to acquire a wife easily. Both would be unwilling to use Hektish for Kedushin, thereby causing Hektish to become Chuan through them. Rabbi Yaakov was uncertain because the opposite could be argued. So the Nigerian prince in the diamond set a carriage on his way to see the temple, who was shocked to read that Kohanim could not trade their shares in various offerings, overheard a woman tell men that she's unwilling to accept the Kedushin that was unknowingly made using Maizashani money because of the effort to take it to Yerushalayim. After his first attempt at Kedushin made unknowingly using Hektish failed, with the money remaining, Hektish, which reminds us, Rabbi Asraf Chista, according to Rabbi Meir, that Kedushin made unknowingly with Hektish is ineffective. Does the money become chuan through the attempted act of Kedushin? Rabbi Chista responded, Isha Amos Kadesha, since the woman is not married and the transaction was void, Maus Heoch Yetzu How could the money become chuan? Dafnun Dalad, so the similar Dafnun Dalad is noodle, and we often use a pasta chef. So here goes. The pasta chef, pasta chef, that must be more in Dafnun Dalad, noodle. The pasta chef, who thought he was being Makadish woman with his apron, but inadvertently used his kahuna tunics, which reminds us, the Gemara discusses whether Kedushin made inadvertently with Kasna kahuna. Kohanim's tunics is valid. Rav explains that they were given to Kohanim to benefit from, because the Torah was not given to ministering angels, since it's impossible to avoid benefiting from the garments after completing their voda, since the removal requires time. Their original Kedushin includes an allowance for unintentional benefit, and they do not become chun. Since they remain hectish, Kedushin made unwittingly with these garments is invalid. Reviewed disagrees and holds that although the unavoidable benefit from the tunics after a vote is permitted, all their benefit is prohibited and does render them cool, and therefore he holds Kedusha made mistakenly with them is valid. So the pasta chef who thought he was being Makadish a woman with his apron, but inadvertently used his kahuna tunics, was standing right outside his Kamravai vineyard that was roped off from the poor with a fake spaghetti fence, which reminds us that more brings the Malkokas of Kamravai is Mamungavoa and thereby not subject to parrot and Olelos. So the pasta chef who thought he was being Makadish a woman with his apron, but inadvertently used his kahuna tunics, was standing right outside his Kamravai vineyard that was roped off from the poor with a fake spaghetti fence, where one was redeeming his friend's Maishashani at the same lower price as when he did Mashiach Witha, which reminds us, a mission is presented supporting Rabbi Yehuda's opinion that Meiser Shani is considered the grower's personal property. Masha Chemenu Meiser himself won through the Meiser Shani of his friend Nir to acquire it, while it was worth a sella, but didn't manage to redeem it and simultaneously pay for it until it was worth two. He pays his friend a sella and profits a sella because he acquired it at the time of Mashiach, and the Meiser is his. The Gemara concedes that this anonymous mission follows Rabbi Yehuda's opinion that Meiser Shani is personal property, but the Lacha follows Rabbi Meir that it's Mamun Gavot because an anonymous mission and Adios, the most authoritative Masechta, follows his opinion. Dafnun Hay, so the symbol Dafnun Hay is a speed limit sign of 55. So here goes. The animal fit for a carbon by the diamond-studded speed limit sign, speed limit sign, that must move on Dafnun Hay, speed limit sign of 55.
The animal fit for a carbon by the diamond-studded speedlement sign between Yushalayim and Migdal Eder, which reminds us it was stated in the Mishnah that if an animal that was fit for a carbon which was found between Yushalayim and Migdal Eder, which is near base Lechem, or within that range in any direction, we suspect it came from Yushalayim, where most animals are carbonous. Because it's unknown what carbon it may be, the Mishnah says, Zacharim Olos, males are treated as Olos, Nekevos Zivchei Shlami, but females, which are unfit for Olos, are treated as Shlami. So the animal fit for carbon by the diamond-studded speed limit sign between Yerushalayim and Migdalader was found by a group having a picnic who unknowingly were passing around a goblet of hectish and committing me'ila after me'ila, which reminds us the more teaches that one cannot commit me'ila after me'ila because the item becomes chulun from the first me'ila, except for behemoths designated as korbanas and kleishars. These items whose kedusha is kedusha's aguf remain hectish even after me'ila. For example, if several people successfully drink from a goblet designated for avoda, all of them are liable for me'ila since it does not become chulun. So the animal fit for carbon by the diamond-studded speed limit sign between Yerushalayim and Migdal Eder was found by a group having a picnic who unknowingly were passing around a goblet of Hectish and committing Me'ila after Me'ila, who determined that since it was a female goat within its first year, it's treated like a chattis which cannot be offered and is brought into a chamber to die on its own, which reminds us, Abai explains that Hanani ben Chachinai taught that a she-goat found within its first year is treated like a chattis which cannot be offered. It's brought into a chamber and dies on its own. All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Gold from Zichu, wishing you a great day and great learning.